1: A phenomenal proving ground for many of the fastest-growing fintech players in the world today. Okay, let's roll.
0: Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host, Roberto Dabodici. Today, we are setting sail of an extraordinary journey under the banner of Breaking Banks Europe. We are rolling out the welcome mat for Conquest. Conquest, I hear you ask? Is it a mission, a challenge, or a riddle? Well, it's a bit of all, uh, really. CON stands for the Conneving Con Artists we intend to confront. And Quest represents the endless Pursuit, Investigation, and Unmasking of the Fraudulent Activities we're gonna do. And we're not alone in this quest. We'll be joined by a host of guests who battled this financial fraudulent daily. In their tireless effort to protect, educate, and entertain, They will come armed with their knowledge their experience and their dedication to make the world of finance a safer place being guests in our podcast so this is your personal invitation to join us on this voyage welcome to conquest the frontline sentinel sent guarding against the deceit of the financial world now let's dive into the meat and potato of our series To battle the beast, we must first understand it. Let's take a moment to paint a picture of who falls prey to financial scams. It's not just the gullible or the greedy. It's a wide net encompassing both companies and people from all walks of life. Senior citizens, for instance, are a common target due to their perceived unfamiliarity with technology and potential vulnerability due to social isolation. They're seen as a goldmine because of their accumulated wealth in terms of savings, pension, and home equity. Lonely hearts too can fall prey of these hurtless scams. Romance scams exploit their desire for companionship and end up costing victims more than just a broken heart. So, the less familiar with the digital landscape, uh, impulsive decision makers, a financially distressed individuals, non-native language speakers recent immigrants, and the less educated also figure probably to be on the scammers' hit list. Now, onto the how. How are those scams carried out? Well, the ways are as many as they are creative. Starting from the famous Ponzi schemes, for instance, the you with high return and low risk. The truth, you invest your money, pay off the old one. Profitable rights, well, only for the scammers. Then there are brown refund scams, advanced fee fraud, lottery scams, romance scams, and crypto investment scams. The variety is vast and the tactics truly cunning. And there are a lot of collateral beside the scam itself. Very often, the victim is also victim of identity theft and get into many more trouble than just losing money. The digital world, uh, our so-called safe space, uh, is equally fraught with danger. Mobile, mobile apps, that cyber, personal information, fake websites, that fish for your sensitive data, the internet can be a veritable minefield. But let's not forget, it's not just individuals who are targeted. Small to medium-sized companies are equally, if not more, at risk. Scams such as e-voice uh, fraud, email interception, CEO fraud or business email compromise, tax support scam, and supply so chain fraud can cause financial ruin and operational evil. Sounds scary, doesn't it? But fear not, for that's why we are here. Through this series, we will keep you with the knowledge and the tools to recognize and resist these scams. We'll bring in experts from law enforcement to regulatory bodies, victims of scams, and even our tech-savvy YouTubers, all joining forces in our conquest. We believe knowledge is power. The more you know about these scams, the tactics they use, the profile they target, the better you can guard yourself and your loved ones against them. We aim to transform you from potential victims to vigilant victors. So buckle up and join us on this enlightening journey. Let's navigate this tangled web of deception together. Welcome once again to Conquest. Hello, everybody,
2: and welcome back to another episode of Breaking Bank Europe. This is Roberto Capodici, your host, and we are now launching a new series with an amazing, incredibly amazing guest. So the series is called ConQuest, where Con are the people we go after, and Quest is the mission we have to catch them, okay? It's your guide to understanding and preventing financial scams. So I'm here to arm you with knowledge to keep your finance secure. All right. In today's episode, we are discussing the psychology of wrong, refound fraud, mainly, but uh, in, of scammers and victims. We kid Boga. Kid Boga is a Twitch streamer and YouTuber with over three million subscribers. I am one of them, <laughs> and uh, is uh, well known for his uh, internet scam efforts and raising awareness about scams, mainly by prank calling by the scam call center which is the most entertaining things of his channel you guys need to go and uh, see it is fantastic uh, all right so let's explain in two words pretty much um uh, what is a classic uh, scam and uh, which are the victims uh, of
1: those things that you follow and uh, and fight the most kid yeah um well first of all thanks for having me, excited to chat to you guys about this stuff. Um, I think every single scam that I've run into, whether it's tech support scams, crypto, romance, email scams, they all have this similar element where no matter what you're doing, you have to act quickly, and they want you to respond immediately. So like, no matter what, whether you're winning a million dollars, or you're going to jail because you owe a million dollars, they want you to respond right away, and they don't want you to have any time to to think. think you just to, yeah, you just have to go along with it. This is why they
2: choose a very particular kind of victims that are more prone to follow these rules,
1: right? Potentially. I, I've, I've noticed that um, sometimes the emails that they will send you will have different spelling mistakes or there'll be some things that are kind of, I don't know, you might notice it. You might look at it and say, this is kind of weird. I'm not sure if this is normal. And sometimes I think they do that because perhaps you and I might see some of those issues in the email and just ignore it. Um, But the folks that might keep going perhaps are a little bit more uh, susceptible to, to some of the rest of their tactics. Right. Um, there's also right. times where when I'm talking to them on the phone, because that, that's predominantly what I do, I, I'll pretend to be an old man or something and talk to them on the Fantastic. phone. And sometimes really early on in the first five, ten minutes, if I'm not following exactly what they want me to do, they will just hang up. And okay. I, I think it's because they're learning, well... If we don't have somebody who just trusts us and listens, uh, then we probably need to go on to the next person. Because...
2: So, so you, you you make it very uh, clear why it's very damaging to them to waste their time. They are really prone to don't waste time <laughs> and stay on the good victims. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and actually you can drug them for 10 hours uh, or even longer, I imagine. Uh, and then yeah. uh, it's all for nothing at the end, right?
1: Yeah, there's been, so, I think the record is around 50 hours now actually <laughs> over the course of like weeks but um yeah they really sometimes the scammers truly believe that I'm uh, the perfect victim and they'll just go along with it for a long long time
2: on the other hand when there is a big prize at the end of the attempt to scam you uh, the desire to believe that it's true, maybe hitting the scammer as well. So, uh, yeah. Right. So that they, they, they will think uh, they will go and get $100,000 or get. Uh, how they arrive to such a huge amount?
1: Well, I kind of trick them into thinking that usually. So, um, like one of the things I do with a lot of the scammers who want to gain access to my computer, I have a virtual machine that I let them connect to. And as far as they know, it's a real computer. And I also have a fake bank account. And as far as they know, it looks like Bank of America or something like that. And usually I find that if I put anywhere over $50,000, $100,000, they really will go along with just about anything I want because that's quite a bit of money. Um There's been times where I've put you know, a million dollars in there, or some of the that guy who I said, um, the record with 50 hours, they thought that I had, um, I, I don't know, like 30 bitcoin and millions of dollars. So they were like, well, this is a huge prize at the end if we can put up with all of this. Um, of course. None of the yeah. exists, though. Yeah.
2: You managed to collaborate also with some provider, some Bitcoin company, like a wallet company to pretend yeah. to 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 make it look real. Because with the Bank of America, you can fake a website in a computer. But, but with Bitcoin, those information actually are more difficult to, to fake. Yeah. So that's pretty, pretty smart. And that's uh, what, what brought you to do this? How one day you said, "Okay, that's something is a mission I need to fight," uh, or yeah. uh, making
1: entertaining as well. So. <laughs> well, it didn't all happen at, on the same day. So, I, like initially, I had saw a video. Um, it's called "Hey, It's Lenny." You may be familiar with it. It's a a bot, or or a series of recordings of an older gentleman saying, <laughs> uh, um, "Like, oh, I." My eldest daughter told me about this. I think, and it was set up so that tele, when telemarketers called or or scammers okay. called, that this you could have it running on your phone, and it would mess with them a little bit. And I saw this video now, probably seven years ago, and I thought, this can't be, this can't be real. Like, no way. There's people calling saying that I'm from Microsoft and you have a virus. But I watched a video or two. And they were yelling and swearing at this bot, which was kind of funny. But I realized, wait, I'm like software engineer, millennial, I'm on the internet all day, and I had no clue that this existed. And my grandparents had um, Alzheimer's and dementia, and just okay. as they got older, um kind of fell victim to some scams. Not the tech support scams that I know of, but I said, if they were still alive today they would definitely fall for this because like right. i barely knew that it was a scam they right. definitely wouldn't have known and that was kind of the initial spark where i said i should probably do something like i i should investigate this somehow and my first gut feeling was if i could get them on the phone and I could spend 10 minutes on the phone, right. that was 10 minutes the scammer wasn't talking to someone's grandma. Sure that, that was Correct. like my official, my my initial thought. And then 50 hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as, as it grew and and I learned more, I realized if I if I made a video that was kind of entertaining and funny, um, perhaps, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of people would see it and then learn about these scams and share it with other people. Whereas if I put out a video that was just the facts and I said, you know, here's okay. what a tech support scam is, no one really cared and no one wanted to watch that video. So Right.
2: Our podcast usually is a serious conversation about finance, uh, yeah. I do follow carbon credit and like this. But I want to show that, that there are very serious scam and there is a, a very funny way yeah. that people can interact to fight to those scams. and <laughs> I, I do believe the psychological torture that you impose on these scammers just because having physically them in front of you probably the reaction will be different <laughs> uh, at least i talk for myself it is a, is a surely something that uh, you know like uh it is it is one of the many scams because obviously there are company following for a scam with intercepted email. Those are more technical. Mm-hmm. There are any sorts of things. But this where the victims are old people. They get taken away all their life savings uh, is, is important. It. And, and it's important to bring the knowledge of these things. Like you say, you had no idea, right, uh, yourself, yeah. to those that are next to people that need the help. Because the yeah. actual victim hardly will gonna listen. So, so we suggest really to all the people that are listening to us now to listen not because they would need help themselves, but because they need to be aware of what the loved one can fall victim yeah. uh,
1: to right now. For sure, I think there's also times as much as I think everything you said is 100 true, and a lot of my audience tends to be younger and and probably more tech savvy. Um, individuals anyway, but there are times where if the scammers are in the right time in the right place, that I think just about anyone can get scammed. So actually I maybe six months ago, I I essentially got fished and scammed. The only reason that it didn't matter is because I follow some pretty strict uh, like rules in terms of privacy. So I, very quickly, there was this message that came to me through Discord. If you're not familiar, it's a lot of like gaming chat type stuff. And they said, Kit, there's this server and someone w- that you're on and someone was saying that you've been trying to, um, kind of trick people into giving them, uh, like pictures, you know, like, like sexual pictures or something. Yeah. And of course, I know this isn't real because I wouldn't do that. But being the guy who investigates scams, I'm thinking, oh, well, I should, I should investigate who's, you know, like (laughs) who's pretending to be me. Right. And I've unfortunately, I've had people do that in the past for real. And we've had to report them. So I click into this discord and the first thing it does is send me a QR code saying you need to authenticate Uh, and prove that you're not a bot, which is like that happens sometimes. And I tried to scan it without thinking now. My phone, I don't have any of my Kitboga stuff on my personal phone. It's just I I separate those separate, things yes. for, for privacy and security. So when I tried to scan it, it doesn't work because I don't have Discord on my phone. And I'm thinking, oh okay, well so then I logged into my I have an emulator like a phone emulator with a fake Discord account. <laughs> I did I scan it, and the second I scan it, um, someone has now stolen my my Discord account. Now, so, it was fake. It was it was an account that I used for messing with scammers, and it doesn't matter that I lost it. But, but I yeah. wasn't thinking at all that it was a scam or a phishing attempt. And if I would have had Discord on my real phone, I would have lost my Kitboga account. Like, I would have just immediately... Right. And what they do is then... Use your account to spam other people and try to and, steal. And stuff. To you and so on. Yes,
2: in fact, yeah. uh, the QR code is a big, another huge section because uh, it's just text and text to the phone is acute, like opening a web page or doing a mm-hmm. comment somewhere. So that's, uh, uh, but that's really the text heaviness uh, should be more the awareness of these things should, yeah. should be bigger. But uh, in in a calling call center and. Uh, dragging them, what skill you have found to be the most essential in your daily <laughs> goal? What, I mean, like, what skill set is the how the psychology of how to torture not to laugh when you're talking, because yeah.
1: sometimes holding the laughter has to be like something else. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, It, it probably depends on what my particular goal is. Like, if it's just wasting time without... It, in some ways it's finding time to listen to enough of what they want me to do and know the scam well enough so that i can not do what they want me to do but let me think of a different way to explain that it's almost like the more that i've spent talking to them i think that i know their scam better than some of they like than the scam myself, do yes. and some some days i think um Uh, The second they start the scam off, the first two, three lines, I already know the whole thing. I've already done this hundreds, if not thousands (laughs) of times. And so I'm kind of thinking ahead of time, all right, how can I make them believe that I'm falling for it, but still mess up in a believable way? So for example, when they tell me to go to my bank to withdraw money because they want me to go to a Bitcoin ATM or something, Well, if I can stall a little bit while I'm doing that, and then when I get to the bank, they usually say, make sure you don't call me when you're inside the bank. And if anyone asks what you're doing, say you're taking the money out for personal reasons. And that's because if you told a teller, I'm taking this out (laughs) to save my computer from hackers, that they would tell you that you're being scammed, right? So what I usually do is, Say ten minutes of silence because they think I'm in the bank, and all of a sudden I call and I say, I, "Hi, like the manager is right here, and I, I have a question about what to do because I, when I when I told them about the hackers, they said, right, just so they think that I that They're I bunk. fell for the scam enough to go to the bank, but then right. I messed up because I said the wrong thing, and so they'll usually say, "Okay, get out of the bank, get out of the bank, and and tell me to go to a different one hmm. because they think." maybe we can try again. But because I perhaps psychologically convinced them that I almost fell for the scam, they think that it's worth continuing. Keep going and investing more time. Yes, I saw several incredible things like
2: buying gift cards and then redeeming them for yourself and (laughs) they go crazy.
1: Oh, and that's such a fun way because again, it's hilarious because when I redeem the gift card, I have a fake Google Play store that says $500 was redeemed to my account, so the scammers think that they lost the money and they get very angry, but psychologically, again, they think that I almost, I mean, I basically did fall for the scam, right? I went to the store, I bought the gift cards, I just entered them on my computer. Oops, so they'll have me try again, right? Go back to the store, Go back Bye, to get new cards. And sometimes I I then redeem them again. Or there's <laughs> mistake after mistake after mistake. And it's the scammers that will kind of put up with that that end up being 20, 30, 40, 50 hours worth of time because they're like, okay, right. just this one more try. I'm sure this will be the time they don't make a mistake. <laughs> and
2: Yeah. But is this something not to try at home, or you suggest to create a small Boga army of people that uh, waste time? Of uh, is there a school to go to learn how to treat the <laughs> yeah.
1: scammer in this way? Uh, Good question. Something that should be done. Yeah. So I've kind of stayed away from training a, a small army, though. More recently, I've I've been thinking about like, oh, are there some ways that we could we could um, do that the reason i stayed away from it is because there are some risks involved and i i was worried that if if a younger viewer didn't follow all the rules and let's say they don't use a virtual machine and they're using their mom's computer and then i mean these scammers will completely destroy your computer if if they get mad um It doesn't matter for me because I have a virtual computer and I can press a button and go back to three weeks ago. But uh, I kind of stayed away from it thinking, well, I follow pretty strict rules and I never give any of my personal information. I never call from any of my phones. I'm calling from different phone numbers. And if someone were to call from their personal number, the scammers will sell your number even if they don't scam you. And suddenly you will get calls all day long every i get calls constantly so initially i i was like well there's a lot of there's some risks and I, i probably shouldn't just encourage everybody to do it but more recently i've been thinking maybe maybe there's some ways that i could uh, yeah
2: so need to be kid Boga certified so don't try this at home <laughs> be sure if you do that you know all the technicalities and what you're doing because these people on the other side they I may mean, sound innocent but they're very bad people they're criminals yeah, and they, they go
1: to any length to take your money if they think you have yeah. money so there are some resources out there um if if you want to do this you can you know go out and find it um it's just initially i said well Maybe I won't encourage everyone to, although there are some ways uh, more recently where the community has been, um, just sending quite a bit of scams and emails that they get. And we're working on some different AI projects to, to combat those scammers. So I think potentially that that's in the future of, of having uh, a little army of right. people helping to, to train and interface with these AI to, to mess with them. So because there's a degree in, of separation now. Right, exactly.
2: Many times, uh, this is the only good effort that can be done against a certain uh, scammer because there is no Interpol, there is no uh, <laughs> law enforcement uh, activity. And uh, really, because even, uh, even let's say, they managed to arrest this group of scammers, but there are 10 mm-hmm. more that are gonna come up around. So uh, it's really yeah. something that uh, has uh, no limit until they succeed. And uh, mm-hmm. they're gonna keep going. And uh, what if yeah, you were? So. What if you were at the market? I don't know, or walking around and meet somebody try to scam you in person? Okay, like or the, with the, the, game of the trick card or something else. <laughs> what, what would be your reaction? What, what would you try to do? You're gonna indulge you in uh, trying to yeah. troll this person too, or, or stay
1: away? I don't know. That's a really good question because I think my first instinct would be to go along with it. Right. I mean at this point, if someone sends me a phishing link or a sketchy looking website, I mean the first thing I do is click it. Right. Now. Of course I want to I want to see what it is. I have safeguards in place. But in, in real life, um, I mean I have children. So if I was with my family, I probably would, you know. Avoid. I, I would I would probably avoid it. If if it was if it was just me, yeah. Perhaps I <laughs> perhaps I I would. um, I wanted to tell you at the beginning. Lengths of like wasting their time for 10 hours and all that? (laughs) Probably not. You know, probably not.
2: I wanted to tell you at the beginning our call that we were using this application called AnyDesk to record the the
1: podcast.
2: (laughs) 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 Which is, in fact, uh, to many listeners, important to understand this. Anydesk mm-hmm. is a useful application There a, is a legit application that has commercial value to do remote support, but it's one of the favorite application used by scammer to access the computer mm-hmm. of the victim with the excuse of being tech support, with the excuse of yeah. uh, entering the data to submit a refund of money, whatever it is. So when you hear this name, uh, be 100% sure that you're talking, if somebody is asking you to install this, <laughs> <so> you're <laughs> talking with somebody legit, ask, somebody else i guess uh, that's one of yeah. the uh, red
1: flag uh, uh, that uh, I, can, uh, I usually say um that tech support should be initiated by you not the other way around actually a, a close friend of mine sort of coined that coined that um phrase because oftentimes the scammers will tell you that there's something wrong with your computer whereas you should be the one probably yeah, asking so for help problem, with the computer. Yeah. If some if someone's just calling you up or emailing you saying there's a problem, that's where things get a little <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. what
2: is your favorite character or persona that you play your favorite one that you <sighs> take up for special occasion?
1: I I think the there's a grandma character who we call Edna. Um I might actually. I think I can. Yes, this is a bit of her voice. Um, I distorted a little so it sounds like an older phone. But she gets away with a lot, I think, because uh. the scammers see her as just an innocent old person, Man, and and, yeah. a, and she has money, and so she's fun because I can kind of do whatever. But I also more recently, uh. I do some voice like this. I don't really know exactly what it is, but some some kind of voice, uh, a little bit different accent. And I usually play him as uh, an antagonist, like another scammer calling, which right. doesn't really make and sense, but I'll, I'll, I'll call will And they myself. say, no, no,
2: they're trying to see <laughs> yeah. what the
1: scammer says about the other scam,"
2: which is incredible. Have you yeah. ever been recognized by a scammer during a call?
1: Yes, yeah. I don't know if they always know for sure. Um, so there's a there's a handful of different scam baiters, right? Who um, like so like Jim Browning comes to mind as someone that you or other listeners may have seen. He does a lot of really good, informative work. He's been around for a long, long time, and I think sometimes what happens is these scammers, almost like a myth or a legend. Uh, like like the boogeyman here in the US or I don't know, chupacabra, some kind of <laughs> monster in this myth. And so if they sense that the scam isn't going well and they sense that perhaps this person's messing with me a little bit, the scammers will say something like, I know you're Jim Browning or <laughs> I know you're Kit Boga. And I'll have them say, "I know your gym to me," and and vice versa. Or this happens with all <laughs> kinds of different. And I think sometimes they say it because they're hoping that then you'll give up or you'll you'll think that, oh no, they found me. But saying? I, oh, I tend to just, <laughs> just, yeah, I tend to just keep going, and I, I'm like, I don't know who's what. What are you talking about? And then they'll the if they'll just keep trying to scam me. So so sometimes sometimes they know who I am. I've maybe had. So normally I stream this live and I've had probably th- three, maybe four scammers show up to the stream and say ah, anything, and then oh, see that the, they, like themselves yeah. I know you're Kipoga. I see you streaming <laughs> right now. You're wearing a yellow shirt or whatever it is. And they're like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so one one
2: question, which is the most specific psychological vulnerability the scammer tends to exploit when when they interact with you?
1: Mm. Like to, in terms of getting me to go along with
2: yes, well, we're, because I see sometimes they become very abusive. They they start yelling. They're they, they are really mm-hmm. scary. You know, like thinking if I had in front of me, they would be using violence, physical violence, right? And, and yeah. this may work with some people, I guess, that they get scared and so they comply uh, rather than they try to be more uh, sweet or give an idea. <laughs> you know, there is yeah. many different ways that they approach uh, based on the personality, based on the script that they follow, but uh, mm-hmm. which is the... The means, or, or, or let's say, the one particular psychological vulnerability that you think they will mainly uh,
1: use yeah. to get people to comply. A lot of it's urgency. Um, urgency is what we're saying. Yeah. And that's, if if that is, a, I think that's probably a psychological, because whether you think, yeah, whether you think you're gonna get a million dollars or whether you think the, the cops are showing up to your house. Um, there's still that sense of urgency. It can be good or bad, but they don't. then they don't want you to hang up the phone because the second you stop and think or the second you talk to a friend or family member, the chances are that you'll find out it's a scam are, are much higher. So that's definitely one. I think you're right in saying it kind of depends on the scam and the scammer because um, one really common thing is when I'm playing an older character, Almost like clockwork, it's right in their script. I'll, I'll be talking like this and say, hello, how are you? And they'll, at some point, pretty early on, five minutes into the call, they say, sir, do you mind if I ask how old you are? And I'll say, I'm 87 years old. And then they'll say, you sound like you're 50. You sound so young. Like, because they're trying to they get... flatter you. Or
2: flatter. And then I'll
1: say, oh, no, no. I- and they'll be, you sound just like my grandfather. You are such a sweet old man. Okay. And then if I say, you know, you remind me of your grandson. That's like, it yeah, you, you, done, right? you know what? Call me grandson. And I think that's another psychological, yeah. we want you to trust us and believe that we're just here to help, just like your grandson or granddaughter oh, was. Um, real. oh, that's really, really common. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the other one would be that, just the mean threats. Uh, but that's usually later. Um, like if and you when don't... you start <laughs>
2: messing up with that yeah. too much.
1: <laughs> and I think it's sometimes a last-ditch effort. Yeah, they're thinking, point. well, if we can scare you, perhaps, then you'll... Follow. I have
2: millions of other questions, but we're coming to a <laughs> conclusion. I have to say two things. I would love to yeah. do another chat, maybe more than a specific okay. topic a month on from now or two months, whenever yeah. you're available. But my last two hints, one is uh, more still related to the topic, uh, which is uh, should banks use your material or prepare a custom material with you to send it to their clients that are possibly more prone to be victim <laughs> as a tool to learn or to their family? Or you think that that's the incompatibility there?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, I think that banks should should do more education. Um, I don't know if... They should use my content. I think so. That's great. For, for the, exact
2: but... mo- for the exact reason you were saying before, if we're making a video that just state the facts, nobody will look at it, right? right. So, right. you know, this is fun, entertaining, and yet a show of what extent the scammers. So this is a call to yeah. all the bankers, CEO that are listening <laughs> to us now. Please contact it, Boga, because that's something <laughs> that is possibly a useful things to do. And the last one before we come to a close. Sure. Have you ever talked to... Have your stand-up gig uh, somewhere narrating
1: <laughs> these things? Um, you know, I have no formal training in any, yeah, like comedy or um, improv or stand-up. If I, if I understand what you're saying, like, it's like stand-up. Right, yes, Korea, yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. you know, like something um, like this. Personally, I, I'm flattered that you say that. I don't know if I would be able to do something like stand-up because... Uh, I think that I tend to be so like that improv in the moment. Whatever the scammer, I become the character, and then All right. I'm interacting with the scammer as my character. I, with improv, I don't know if I could be funny or, or with. with cam, I, have,
2: I have the title "Who's It is anyway, right? <laughs> 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 I, well, yeah. I have to say that uh, it's been amazing to have this chat with you. We arrived to the end of our uh, conversation, yeah. more conversation to come. And uh, we discussed just to wrap up, we discuss about scams where victims are more vulnerable and uh, they are hooked by a phone call or a message in their computer that may be not savvy and they follow for things where they end up losing money and savings and how our hero without uh, (laughs) not all the years where they can waste their time up to 50 hours so I suggest that everybody to subscribe uh, to Kid Boga uh, YouTube Thank channel, you. who is uh, so cool that has Twitch and technical people <laughs> live streaming Twitch. And uh, this is Roberto Capodieci signing off. Uh, but uh, come to the next episode of Conquest, uh, and uh, we're going to see you soon. Thank you very much again.